0: Welcome to the channel podcast. It is January the 9th, 2024. I am your host Rainey, alongside my good friend Austin Brown. Jordan Moore had daddy duties tonight, so he is off for the evening. But Tennessee rolls over Ole Miss this past weekend. Sakai Ziegler seems like he's back to 100%. Dalton Connect does not seem like he's 100%. Mississippi State is on deck. National Championship, Michigan, just rolls over. Washington. But the biggest story of the day in the state of Tennessee is my own Tennessee Titans. Fire Mike Vrabel. Mike Vrabel is no longer the coach of the Tennessee Titans. He's been there for six seasons. A lot of people are pissed. A lot of people are, you could say, excited. And a lot of people are neutral. I'm in the field of neutral, and I'll get to why I'm in the field of being neutral here in a second. But, Austin, what are your first thoughts about Mike Vrabel being fired by the Tennessee Titans?
1: I mean, okay, just the decision overall, I don't have an issue with it. It felt like the marriage had kind of finished out the, the his style was just not going to work with the parts we had. Maybe he could could have stayed. It wouldn't be in the end of the world. Maybe paired him with Arthur Smith again cuz now he's available. But overall, I kind of saw this coming. The only thing I would have I'm going to criticize him for and that most people are criticizing, criticizing them for is that uh you could have gotten something out of Vrabel. You could have traded him. You could have actually gotten something, maybe a pick or two. And they're saying it would have been too complicated. It would have been it would have been a little like too time consuming to do all that. And that just sounds like a lazy, unserious franchise to me. When you're just saying something was too hard to do, like in my yeah. opinion, that's like what is this like uh, seventh grade uh, philosophy uh, science class? Like, oh it was just too time consuming. We didn't have time for that. Uh, you're uh, all millionaires. That are just your one goal is to win football games and do everything in your power to make every every any way possible for for you to help your franchise. It just seems like a waste to just let them go and. Not get something out of them.
0: Yeah, I, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a little indifferent. I, I, like I just said, I'm, I'm neutral with it. Uh, I've been a Titans fan since I, I can remember since I came to Tennessee. Honestly, uh, I've, I was a Titans fan when they made the Super Bowl. I went absolutely nuts at the Music City Miracle. And I watched myself cry as a kid in the mirror when they lost Super Bowl. So I've been a fan for a really long time, but I'm also realistic when it comes to um, when it comes to football. When it comes to anything like that, I'm 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 you got to look at it from both sides. Uh, the Titans franchise in general, the last ten years, is just a, a just a just a crapshoot. It's it's a mess. It's a it's a it's a, it's a crapshoot. It's it's a crap show. Um, They've had some good. They've had some good years. They've had some bad years. A lot of bad years, actually. Um, so I think this is why people a lot of a lot of people are so critical about the move from from Vrabel moving on from Vrabel. Uh, I think that's why people are, are are disappointed because he has brought you some good years. But um, someone can someone can fact check me on this one. But I, I think he's like thirteen and twenty one or thirteen and twenty two over the last couple seasons. He's he's definitely fallen. And I know that he doesn't have the talent. I know he doesn't have. everyone wants to blame the talent and that that's a big aspect of it, but it's what you hit on. just a little while ago. Austin, the style for me has passed you by the style Mm -hmm. for me is what's going to ultimately never win you anything big. You're going to run into those, you know, Lamar Jackson's those, those Patrick Mahomes, like that, just a new style of NFL. I mean, can you win with the old style? And that's what Vrabel is. He's more of an old school type lineup, cram it down your throat, play good defense style of coach. That's going to win you games, and it won Tennessee a lot of games. But it's only going to get you so far. It's only going to get you so far. I don't mind the move on from Mike Vrabel because I'm not a fan of a style. But on the other aspect of the uh, of the side of the coin here. I don't like our leadership. I think it's crap. Who are you going to hire? Who are you going to get? It better be a good get. Because it's not a good get. We're going way down the drain once more, and we're going to be one of the laughing stocks of, of the NFL like we've been for a long time. We're still a stock, And I just, I I, I think that I, I, I can't disagree with the move, but I also can agree with it. Does that make sense? I'm in the middle. I'm in the middle here.
1: Yeah, it just it feels like whatever. I guess that's what we were gonna do anyways. But at least Vrabel, yeah, the last two seasons have been pretty bad, but they've also been really weird. I mean, we were went away from the playoffs last year, and I think we had what like eight straight losses, or something like that, some crazy like that. And uh, yeah, Glenn and can't recruit right there. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll get to we'll get to recruiting here in a minute. But uh, yeah, just <laughs> it feels like. Uh, We'll see (laughs) Uh, Might be not so mad at him A little bit But uh, Sources say But um, uh, Yeah, just In the middle on it Overall Just The success he had Under Vrabel though Was pretty nice I Obviously the peak was that Obviously peak was Probably that 2019 End of season run When you benched Mariota for Tannehill And got to the nfc title game to you know lose to a chiefs team that was just flat out better than you and there's nothing you could do about it but um i feel like the real peak though for me was the following year when you had a top five offense in the nfl and uh you felt like you could beat anybody but you couldn't stop anyone which is weird because that's like the opposite of every other variable year but um it is what it is i, I think we could have had success with them some more, but. It's, it's whatever. Hire a good coach. Just hire a good coach. Just, I'll, I'll judge, I'll judge you. Fire and Vrabel
0: after I see who you hire. That that that's a really good point right there. I'll, I'll judge it after who you hire because, what 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 we just mentioned is it's like you can't keep. The NFL has shifted. Okay, the NFL has shifted. And it's kind of like the Philip Fulmer thing. Okay, everyone was pissed when we hired Philip. I mean, fired Philip Fulmer, but it was one of those things that needed to be done at the time. It was like the Philip Fulmer, the 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 Bobby Bowden, the the football is is that style is passing you by. There is a new shift, a new wave of football that 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 has transcended in the past couple, two, three, four, five seasons, where you just can't you can't play that low scoring. Uh, dragging you, mucking the mud up, style and, and win big. You just can't. And I, I, I don't personally just, I don't dislike Rabel. Never been a fan of a style. That style, I mean, you've gone to so many Titans games where we've won. We had that one year in 2019, where we're like the highest scoring offense in the league. I get that. But as the years progressed, it progressively got worse. I mean, it, it did. You that, that's a fact. I mean, like th- thirteen and twenty-two over the last couple seasons, th- three, two, three seasons, like that's not good. I and mean, most coaches in the NFL would get fired for that. Not most, almost all of them. If you if you degress that bad, and I know you don't know the talent, I get that, but when you sit there and you, and you continually hire these these guys from within, that it's he's stubborn. Like this, that's call call it like it is. He's stubborn. Let's let's call it a fact. Dude. He's stubborn. He will not go outside the box. He will not think outside the box. He 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 won't. He will not. He will not do that. And he, he won't do that. And I think that's where this the 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 leadership, which I don't. I'm not a fan of. I, I'm not a fan of. After you know, past couple of years, Amy Adams shrunk. I did, I used to like her. I think she's in over her head right now. Uh, Rand Carthon never comes out and speaks. He spoke today. He sounded. I don't know what that even was. Um, you just have to go back and watch it. It's all over social media. Uh, he sounded like he was kind of just clueless a little bit. Um, the leadership is um, suspect, but Mike Vrabel's coaching, in my opinion, won't get you to where you need to go in the long run. And all these people are like, oh, he, you just fired a Super Bowl winning coach. No, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. You did not. He's he's a good coach. He's a good player. coach. He's a good coach, but, but to quote, yeah. I'm going to quote our friend. Oh my God. I can't live about to do this. Uh, Leland on Twitter. He said, is Vrabel a good coach? Yes. He's a good coach. Will he win you big? No, I never agree with Leland because he's Leland, but that that's accurate. That's very accurate. So I, I, I don't dislike the hire. I mean, I don't dislike the firing. I don't like the firing. It's just a weird, icky, like feeling. I don't know. It's icky. I don't know. This organization is just we're the Titans. So, all right, that's what we are.
1: Yeah. Well, we'll see the hire. I mean, Will Levis is the future, I guess, if he can ever get healthy, and we'll see what he is. And ah, whatever. Uh, let's just let's just. That's the Titans. Yeah, the season's over. The so Titans. remember yeah. the Titans um but uh or don't <laughs> don't or, or do <laughs> it's, it's whatever your priority is yeah. Um, yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. what else uh okay I was gonna say real quick before you move on because I want to get on to, to Tennessee um the volunteers because that is our main audience here but Taylor Lewan came out and weighed in on Twitter about like Vrabel was like this is the stupidest move this is the dumbest move well of course it's a dumb move in your eyes. And he's a player's coach. He is a player's coach. He's not, I don't think he's a player developer. I think he's a player's coach, though. People like him because he was a former player and he can relate to the players. But Taylor Wan weighs in and says, This is a dumb mistake. This is a dumb move. Titans, you're dumb for doing this, basically. That's basically what he said. Um, you can be a player's coach, but that doesn't mean you can develop players. But- and of course, you are a fan of Mike Vrabel because he is a run first pound the rock and you're an offensive lineman so that i get that i get that but i don't know as a fan you just kind of get tired of watching the same thing the one thing i will say though that
1: Vrabel had this quality and it's actually pretty hard to find in coaches sometimes it's very hit or miss but he did get that team to play hard for him that team did play their ass off for him and that's like i was watching the saints the other night and uh or the other day and they, you know, ran that play uh, fourth and uh, on the goal line. They were in victory formation, got to take a knee, and they wouldn't hand it off. Got touchdown, and the coach like buried them after the game, saying that's not what we called. And like, cause, cause, and they're. I was listening to a New Orleans talk show, and they're basically just saying it's because they have no respect for him. They have the players have zero respect for the coach. And and they shit away this division, and that's one thing I'll say. They'll this team would that team would never do that to Vrabel. They had a lot of respect for Vrabel because he, well, he he's a respected
0: backs. guy. I mean, it's known that he's a respected guy as a coach, as a, a former player, like he's respected. But I'm just gonna say it again. I, I'm not a it's not a fan of a style. I think it's boring, yeah, I think it's outdated. It's just, it's not, it's, it's not how the NFL and football You've got it to shift it a certain way. It would, it would kick some ass in the Big Ten West, let me tell you that. Mike. Yeah. That well, it was just, it's 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 the Iowa, it's the Iowa, the Wisconsin, the that type of football. Not as run heavy as those people, because we do pass the ball. The Titans do pass the ball, but it's only gonna win you. You you don't ever take the Iowa's and the Wisconsin seriously. You just don't take them serious. You're like, oh, we got to play them. That's going to be a hard game. Oh. A That's going to well, be the a big hard difference game. A is they, they,
1: they can't get players to really compete. Let's be honest.
0: But but but, but you yeah. get what I'm saying. Yeah. You get what I'm saying. It's like the same type of football. Smash mouth. Just run down your throat. Good defense. Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. It's going to win you a lot of games. but It's never going to win you games.
1: There, there's a reason Saban moved away from that style.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but um. Let's go on to Tennessee basketball because we kicked the living shit out of the Ole Miss Rebels mm-hmm. Saturday. Ole Miss came in undefeated. Chris Beard, you know this this roster of transfers that everyone loves them. Oh, they're the story of the of the season. But they, there's a little problem with uh, Ole Miss. They haven't played anybody. Maybe Memphis. That's the only team you can say they played and, and beat. they were undefeated. Memphis And they good. came and they walked into good. Thomas Boney Arena. And they lost by 26 points, and it probably should have been about 40 if we made our early threes. Because, man, that team just did not have any idea what they were in for. I think uh, 90 points was the most points ever scored on a Chris Beard coach team his entire coaching career. Hmm. And that goes back to 2015. And, man, it was was shellacking. I think it was the biggest – the most points we won – or the the largest margin – a victory in, in a top 25 Tennessee basketball win since 2013, Kentucky. So almost a decade. So yeah, it was a, it was a good Saturday.
0: It wasn't good. It was a good Saturday and we're going to get into the Dalton Dalton connect and Zakai Ziegler here in a minute. Uh, but I, I just Dalton connect. I'm just going to go ahead and heard and say what I heard on the radio up here um, in Knoxville. They said his ankle is still really bugging him. Um, but a positive sign of Don't Connect seemingly not being 100%, which I don't think he is because it just doesn't look like himself. A lot of people are like, oh, they figured him out. I don't think they've – no one's really figured him out. I just don't think he can do what he normally does. I think that angle is still really bugging him from yeah. the uh, North Carolina game.
1: I think maybe mentally too. He lacks confidence. You can tell a little bit right
0: now. Well, well of course, when you're injured, you, you don't have any yeah. confidence. You can't do much. Or but you're scared I, to get think- hurt again. Yeah, yeah, I think he's injured. I think he's just trying to get over that neck because if you ever rolled an ankle or a high ankle sprain that crap, that I man takes a while. It bugs you for a hot minute. But uh, the, the 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 most positive thing about that whole entire game was watching all these other players step up. Mm-hmm. Like Aychak stepped up. Meshek is just getting better and better and better. He's so aggressive and I was talking to you uh, this past weekend, we were at tailgate for the Titans game. And I told you, Mayshack reminds me of uh, Eve Pons a little bit. Just not not like the, the same player, but he's just his motor.
1: He never well, stops. Well, Rick Barnes liked likes those guys. That he recruits these guys. Like Mayshack, Pons, coming into college, they didn't even necessarily have the most offensive skills. They, they were – he more or less recruited them because they have large wingspans that can just defend like their life is on the line that's what they mainly got. I mean, hell go back to the Alabama game last year. We put, uh, mate, uh, Julian Phillips, who was usually our best defender. He was out for that game. And we put Mayshack who is undersized versus, uh, Brandon Kennedy. I mean, the, we all know him and, uh, uh, most outstanding player last year and most controversial also. But, uh, we, we, Put him on him, and, and you didn't even notice Brandon Kennedy in that game. I mean, and he's undersized versus him, but just that he has his motor never goes out. I mean, it, it just feels like he's gonna try hard. And you, he'll be so annoying to play against because you would never be able to ball past him totally. He's just, he's just never gonna, he's never, you're never gonna have more energy than he does or more want to. It, 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 he might not have the greatest stroke he might not have the greatest skills at the rim but man they're getting better they're getting better i'll tell you that much he's right now a bigger offensive threat than he's ever been and i feel like i mean last year we had to put him at the point and that kind of i mean they, it was a good it place to be i put yeah well yeah. I mean, we had to because yeah. a guy yeah. towards acl and we're back to play oh well Let's let's swap this over to Zakai. Zakai looks freaking amazing right now. Shooting, I think he shot went like four for seven from three. Yeah, I think they said he was forty five percent this like his last four games from three, which is outstanding. And um, he's just he's he, he's come alive, man. He is so yeah. that injury is a thing of the past. You could tell that first month that he he was a little bothered by it, that it was still in his head. And uh, but that that is gone now, especially after the, after the holiday break, man. He is ready to go off. I I think first team SEC would is not anywhere out of the question for him.
0: I mean he's no, such I, don't, I don't think so at all. Let let's talk about point guards real quick. Uh I don't want to ever see Ganey run the point um ever again. Um I, I he's Gainey man. It's weird. I, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get back to Zakai here, but I just want to talk about Ganey for a second. You watch Ganey play basketball and then you get you get on Twitter during a game uh, of basketball, and you, you see a lot of people getting mad at Ganey, which I understand. But I've said this time and time again, and I think it's it's going to come to fruition when we get close to the tournament. I think Ganey is going to be a massive piece to this team. I think he's going to grow during the season. He does not need to control the ball. He just needs to make plays. That's mm-hmm. all he's to do. The dude is a playmaker. Get the ball in his hands no longer than like two or three seconds, and the guy's going to make a play. He, he's going to he's gonna shoot you either back into a game or kill you. He's that kind of player. Like, kill you, shoot you out of a game, or shoot you into a game. He's that kind of player. And you got to just know that. But I really want to see him drive to the rim more because he's so athletic, and I never want to see him a point guard ever again. But the dude can play ball if he just gets a little more calm. He's, everything slows down just a tad. The dude has got so much athleticism. It's insane to watch. And one more person before we get to Zaka again is our friend D'Arvall. was at the game of the Ole Miss game. And it was his first game of the season, and I think his first game, I think basketball game in a while. And I texted him, and I was like, how big is Toby a walk-in person? And he goes, dude. He is massive. I don't think people understand how big Awaka is in in like actual person. He doesn't look giant on TV, but he's going to be another key piece. I think just like Gainey, towards the end of the season, that's gonna that's gonna be massive. Oh. He's he's already he's already kind of getting there. But... Gainey and
1: Awaka are very different players, man. No, I,
0: I know they are. I'm dumb. I'm not dumb. Yeah. But like, yeah. but but you get what I'm saying.
1: Yeah, my my thing with Ganey is like, just, he's such a weird player, man. Mm-hmm. Like he he has great athleticism at the rim. Sometimes he's a really natural shooter. He's got all that, but at the same time, the dude can't run the offense to save his life. The guy uh, doesn't really give you anything on defense, other than a body. Um, and it just, I hate when I you see him get the ball past them sometimes and he's already made up his mind. I don't care if there's a wall of defenders in front of me. I got to find a way to get a, get a shot off. And most times that's not going in and, but he will try every time you pass them. That is the end of the possession. Unless we get a rebound, he will be taking that shot. Thank you very much. I only get so much time on the court. Mm, This is where the possession is going. Okay. Uh, I mean, if I'm, if I'm a, if I'm an opposing coach and I see that guy gets past the ball, I mean, I tell my guys just just wall him up because it's that's where it's ending. He's not going to pass it out. I mean, I don't know if he's recorded an, an assist all year, <laughs> but um, I I feel like it's weird. You know, it's clear as day that he's not he hasn't like been brought up in this offense. He hasn't been developed by Barnes. He doesn't have the athleticism or the defend defend def, defensive stuff or the passing, but um. Until Santi really starts going off, you're gonna maybe keep trying to throw him out there because you know sometimes he will win you a game. Because sometimes you throw him out there and he's gonna go off for like a four or five minute spell, and that's gonna that might be what wins the game at the end of the
0: day. That, that's what I mean. He's gonna either shoot you back into the game or shoot mm-hmm. you out of the game. He's that kind of guy, and you just gotta understand that he's that kind of guy. He's gonna he's gonna either just completely wow you or he's gonna make you mad. So you got to like, that's the kind of player he is. But those are the kind of players that you kind of need on your team, though, at times. Like, it's just, you got to have those guys. They're inconsistent, but man, when you need to play, they make the most random play in the most random moment. You're like, don't shoot it. Oh, okay. never mind.
1: Just kidding. That was good. (laughs) Yeah. Those, those like Jalen Johnson, Derek Reese, like the Mm -hmm. guys you've seen hang around, but you know, I really, he does have this to him though that like he does stuff that just make you really open your eyes and go wow yeah. and you want to wonder can you put that in the bottle can you actually make that consistent can you make can you give us that without giving all of your faults you know i i i really want to see maybe gainy a year from now i mean because i think he has a few years left of eligibility maybe maybe just two if uh, covid year, but um, we'll see i i i, I Definitely am interested in the guy, but sometimes he just pisses me off because it's like, oh, put him in the game. Oh, well, there's three possessions we didn't get anything from. Yeah. Uh, that's the yeah. But Awaka, man, I love Awaka to death, man. That guy, he's Awaka, just a, he's just it, a dog. He's, he's he's got the same quality as Meshak, kind of. He's gonna try
0: harder than you every time. He's yeah, never... Awaka, Awaka. is one of my favorite players to watch. That guy. It, it, uh, what, what, what I what I just said about is his his his. His size and his his height. If you haven't seen him in person, people like if you ever make it to a game, try to get down low to, to see this guy. This guy's built like a tank. He is he's a big big dude. Like the guy is so much bigger than he looks on TV, and that's why he gets so many dead gum rebounds. He's a rebounding he's a rebounding machine, and he he is gonna be mm-hmm. so crucial in, in these it's- games where we have they have big men and. Ole Miss had two seven footers, I believe, um, and we took them to the boards. I mean, we 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 beat them on the boards. I mean, yeah. O- Ole Miss had some big old dudes out there, and we were we were pushing them around. So credit to a walk on that. Cor- credit to John uh, Adu. adu like they, I mean, they were them dudes are God, Adu's – dude. He's just he's good. <laughs> he's so good. He's so good. Oh my God, Adu, man. Uh, everyone's been
1: saying, like, Barnes can't get a big man. B- Barnes will never get a big man. I think Barnes has a big man. I think we have our big man, because that dude is a freaking stud. I mean, the dude had a double-double with 24 points and 10 rebounds, and we haven't even mentioned it until almost 30 minutes in the podcast. I mean, and you almost take him for granted, because it feels so oh. nonchalant for him sometimes. I and mean, they had a 7-footer out there. I know the dude wasn't that – I mean, he's 7-foot tall. Two, he's right? Not that great. Oh, yeah, 2-7, right? I tell yeah. Me. Which is crazy. They – they they're a terrible yeah. rebounding team. It's yeah. it's kind of crazy. We, we they're terrible it at it.
0: We put a body. in
1: doubled. We we had twice as many rebounds. No, but that's been a problem for them all year. Rebounding well, well, it's it because. Makes no sense.
0: Well, like Awaka, he's just, like I said, he's a tank. Dude, he's he's gonna just push you around. The dude is, but dude is big man. He's mm-hmm. big and um, yeah. I man, I think I just think his team. I don't want to get like too excited because I don't want to bring the mood down here. I don't want to get too excited because I just know what happens when I get excited about basketball, I get kicked in the nuts, the nuts, but, um, but real quick, before we move on to uh, the Mississippi State preview, which that's, I think that's going to be a really tough game because the hump is super hard to play, super hard to go down there and play it no matter how bad or how good Mississippi State is. But I want to talk about Sakai real quick um you mentioned how you view him just a minute ago and i have to fully agree which is this is weird why am i agreeing with you so much what is wrong with me i'm on crack mm-hmm. uh, but zakai it looks like he's back 100% it looks like he's confident on the uh acl it looks like he's confident running the offense the dude never turns the ball over the dude is a one of the smartest players i've i've seen at tennessee play basketball in a, a very oh, long time. I mean, he is just so intelligent. He's so a, so smart. He he's not he's gonna he's not gonna make a dumb play, but he's gonna make a play. And it's that's very rare um in a basketball player.
1: He's a coach's dream, man. I mm-hmm. mean now that he's healthy, he's just He's, the turnovers have really gone down. Like that was the big problem when he was trying to come back at first because he was just turning over a lot yeah, with his loose control. But now I think he's got that under control a little bit. And I mean, we're always gonna get the crap out of teams at home. I'm not trying to jump the gun on this stuff, but um, yeah, it just I mean, it looks like he's back to the man he was and then some. And that's just so great to see after that injury. I mean, props to whoever the surgeon was because it, clearly he's going pretty well. And uh, Dalton Connect, man, that, that's the only that's the only spot that's a little bit worrisome right now, I think. Um, because uh, you know, you wanted to see the guy we saw against North Carolina, you want to see the guy we saw all early season going straight to the rim all, all night. Well, what I mean, what happened right now?
0: What happened at Carolina? You haven't seen that since Carolina. We mentioned that earlier, his ankle, yeah. And listen to um. The sports animal this week up here in Knoxville. Um, I think it was. I think it was.
1: what? Sorry, not. (laughs) What? Oh, I I, I'm. I'm always. I don't know.
0: What, Austin? What are you you trying to say here? No, not, not. Oh, It's not my favorite programs. Well, anyways, I was listening to them. I don't. I don't have a problem with them. I kind of. They're okay. Um. Anyways, so they mentioned that uh Don Connect is still dealing with that ankle and he told them that it bugs him really bad still right now. Um and he said it hurts really bad still. But an ankle sprain is no joke. It it's it's tough to get over. Anyone who has sprained their ankle, it is very um takes a minute. It it is you're that's literally what you use to walk. So <laughs> And when you run and you jump, it hurts even more. So it's going to take a second. Um, I'm ready to kind of step back from that. Oh, Dal- they figured Don't Connect out. I don't think they figured Don't Connect out. I think Don't Connect I mean, just not. They, they did 100%. put their best defender on
1: him all day, too. That I mean, that they are targeting him, I will say. But that opens up everything else. It's like, okay, make him a priority to defend. Well, then you're going to have everything else to uh, work with. Don't make him a priority. All right, he's going to go off so yeah. pick your poison really and if yeah. we're making shots if we're making shots dude Have this team is draining their shots no one is being no one is being. no them. one i don't care Mark barnes march blah. i don't give a shit this, this team can win it all if, if they're making their shots which and i not.
0: i 100 agree with you what is wrong with me why am i agreeing with you mm-hmm. i need to be drug it's tested weird. anybody weird. just drug test me please anyone um, but no, not, not, that's, that's a dead honest fact. And, uh, one more thing real quick. If you haven't noticed Tennessee, isn't going on these massive droughts. That they always go on, you notice that. Yeah, because they haven't been going to droughts. Those they're like six, a... seven minute droughts. Mm-hmm. They haven't been it's doing like, it. uh, this isn't
1: what happened against, uh, Ole Miss necessarily, but I noticed like you could very plainly see it in the Illinois game. You saw moments where they're about to creep into a spell like that. It's like, Ooh, it's happening. And then don connect would just take over or somebody would just take over. It's like, uh, they, they figure out just their offense isn't working for a few possessions and they are like, okay, some guy just needs to take it over and take it to the hoop right now. i, I mean Josiah. It's just going at the rim. I was listening to the, I was listening to the replay today and you can hear Dane Bradshaw. He was talking about how, um, well, uh, Josiah, he just drove to the rim and just owned a dude and laid it up in his face. And uh, uh Dane Bradshaw said, You see, the last four years, Josiah would have turned around there for a for a mid-range shot, but now it's now he's kind of changed the mentality now that he's fully healthy and that we're changing the offense a little bit. And better, that's what's really
0: better late than never, my friend. Better late than never. And we've been screaming that mm-hmm. for his entire career Almost. here at Tennessee. Drive to the damn basket for the love of all things drive to the basket you're massive sometimes Go. the
1: easiest thing to do is the most or the easiest thing to do is the solution you know yeah it's not like don't overthink this don't make how, it hard on yourself don't what are
0: you doing I, it feels oh, i'm not lazy but it just feels stupid said on this podcast and i've looked you straight in the eyes and said, stop overthinking do you stop think uh thinking do you think just i i i've heard a lot of people say this though
1: I do believe that he's doing this right now because he is finally healthy for the first time in his, in his entire career. I'm not kidding. It's... I
0: possibly I, I I can't speak to that because I don't know about it. But I've also watched an entire team for the last three, four, five seasons be the same way. So not everyone's injured. So you can't tell me that it's an injury because the entire yeah. team does like did it, and now they're not doing it. They're, you're, you're seeing you're seeing Santi. Drove to the basket. He, do you remember his, his freshman season? Not freshman season. Um, what, what his first season playing? When they were like, oh, he's got to go back of a season. The next thing you know, he shows up. He's playing at Tennessee, and you see him. He's driving to the basket, so aggressive. And then he went away from that for 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 quite a while, and now he's back to doing it. And he's got as what's his face would say, English. With the kiss. Like, he's got – he's got – he's got the – he can drive, And he's good at it. He needs to keep doing it. It's effective. People can't stop it. He's smooth. He's not necessarily fast. He's smooth. Real smooth. Mm
1: -hmm. This whole team is just so good, man. I mean, there's – we're – like I was listening to an Ole Miss show the other day, and it was just like, "Well, we played the best team in the SEC. What'd you expect?" And I was like, "Yeah, it is without a doubt the best team in the SEC, and the only team that can maybe say something is Kentucky or Auburn." And uh, Kentucky got a pretty crazy win uh, against Florida this last Saturday. They've won, I think, like six straight down there. It's kind of crazy. I think Florida was actually favored going into that game, mm-hmm. but um, and man, do you see what Auburn did to Arkansas? Mm-hmm. In Bud Walton, that don't ever happen. Bud Walton, that, don't that happen. never happens. That never happens. I know Arkansas. Arkansas has been a little underwhelming this year. I mean, they've been disappointing. Actually, they they've only beaten Duke, and that's the only thing on good on the resume. A few bad losses
0: here and there. I think we're well, actually like, favored it, going into
1: that game. It's like Anybody, the there's there's thirty
0: one. There's two places in the SEC that you really don't want to play. That's one of them, and where we're about to play, Mississippi State. That is a hard place to win. At I don't care who you are, all right. That's a tough spot, dude. That's a tough spot, yeah. And Auburn it is. I'll, I'll gotta go with Auburn, too.
1: That's that's the yeah. place I never want to go. The, um,
0: hump. the hump is where we're headed. Uh, yeah. if you're listening, Pat, if you're listening to this podcast past this game, we're previewing it now. Um, we'll discuss it at some point on the podcast. But Mississippi State is on deck for the balls, Mississippi State isn't necessarily great. They're not bad.
1: They are. They play
0: is hard. They have a
1: good big man, and mm-hmm. they can't shoot to save their life, but it's what it is, and they they yeah. won a good few games. They they have a horrible loss to Southern. Not bad. But not- uh, they lost South Carolina, who's right now getting their ass whooped by Bama, but um, last Saturday. So it's... Bama's I, mean, I, I twenty. I, I like that coach they got right now. I, I like him. I do. Uh, I think, uh, if he gets some shooters in there, they can really be dangerous. It's kind of sucks. They have Tula Smith and they can't be, but I feel like there's such a clear ceiling on what kind of team they can be. Cause they can't shoot to save their life. And that was the problem last year. And it continues to be the problem this year. But, um, I mean, if, if our shots are going down, I don't, I don't really think there's a. So I'm, I'm watching, I don't have that I, big of a worry.
0: I'm watching this Kentucky Missouri game at the moment. um, it said 44 They they've scored a total of 71 points against missouri as we speak on this podcast and it said 44 of them 44 of those points are from freshmen huh, cal actually went back to what he's good at
1: does that scare you though
0: at all at, at any at all yeah that 44 I mean, points came from their freshmen. i mean that's what so they've far. been i mean they they're very
1: good uh in transition they're a uh, just a young team they're 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 an old school calipari team he stopped he he had actually kind of changed his style the last few years he'd been going with transfers and really experienced guys and now he feels like he's back to what he's known for these one and done teams and you kind of you kind of thought that wouldn't work anymore that um, i don't know i guess that covid team scared him away from it but um it's looks like he's back and he's he feels comfortable. I think he's just gonna. I mean, I think he maybe he's like the old rich guy that likes the young, dumb, blonde girlfriend, you know, that's just what works for him. Um, <laughs> like maybe the if they're thinking too much, it's maybe that's maybe that's your thing. Are they too experienced. Um, no, no, what I'm saying, what I'm saying is like, uh, like, uh your big thing is that teams always think too much and maybe with a inexperienced like just young team of freshmen maybe that's not yeah. a problem they don't McDonald's, think all American team yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. yeah
0: Yeah but I mean looking at looking at the SEC right now look at Kentucky Kentucky's good man like yeah. they're really good like they scare me a lot. Maybe but yeah. I also think that Tennessee has I, does have that veteran presence with Will. Triple J, that had the veteran presence with Vescovi and Zakai. That's what wins you in the tournament. But oh my God, pray to the Lord, good Lord above, that we can actually do this in the tournament because this team is so so freaking stacked. They're so sacked like this the bench is so deep the starters are amazing if if we can't pull this this year and i I'm so like sick of like oh, oh we need to make a lead. no this team is a national title team this team has got what it has to like what it takes to have a national title uh, run don't disagree with you man I mean if if Rick if Rick goes out. Early, okay. Hmm. I'm I'm sorry, but I'm done. I'm 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 done. Like I, I just I'm done with it. If you can't win, if you cannot win with the Grant William teams or this team, you can't go far. I'm sorry. Like I mean, I don't know what to tell you?
1: I agree with you, but at the same time, I'm like, well, I'll be back here
0: next year. <laughs> well, no, it, I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna hate that, but I'll be done with it. Like I'll be just completely checked out. Like I don't. I don't care anymore. Like, I just,
1: the, well, I the, care, yes, I'm encouraging... a
0: Tennessee fan, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah,
1: I'm just enjoying the
0: ride right now. I mean, yeah. I do say, I'm going to point out, though, this team is
1: very much different than the ones he's had before. 100% they, agree. Uh, The 100%. way they score, I mean, I mean, sure, the Grant teams did, but, but those teams are special, man. I ended up Underachieving those teams is the biggest crime ever. Um, but... Yeah, uh, Auburn, man, they look so good. I mean, it, it's clearly the SEC coming into the year. You kind of felt like it was a, uh, it was hard to say who was the best team and where where the uh, where to draw the lines necessarily because everyone had this ability to be a up here team and or a middle of the pack team. But it's clear right now there's three teams in this conference that are going to be the the three horsemen going forward, and it's Tennessee, Auburn, and Kentucky. Does the clear I mean Arkansas is a total crap show. Uh, and uh Florida. Florida's actually pretty good. I, just, I if we go to Gainesville, which I'm not I don't have my I don't have our schedule in front of me, but that would be a scary game. Mississippi State just they're kind of a they they're good, but they're broken a little bit. Like I said, they can't shoot to save their life, but they got rebelling down. Ole Miss, they're just they're just young and but they got some good parts. They're clearly flawed. Hopefully, if I'm their fan, if I'm a fan of Ole Miss, I'm just hoping they can get to the get to the tournament, maybe win a couple games. That's about as much as you can do with them. And uh, South Carolina, they're a nice little fun team. Same same kind of deal with Ole Miss, bunch of new parts and overachieving a little bit, maybe. And I just hope if I'm a fan of theirs that they can get to the tournament, win maybe a couple games. That's my only goal. Vandy's a total dumpster fire, and this is Jerry Stackhouse's last last year. If Vandy cares about athletics, um. <laughs> Which uh, I have no proof they do or do not.
0: Can we just take a minute and laugh at
1: There it is. So, everything oh. they touch sucks. I mean, did you hear not that? Did baseball. That?
0: I mean, they suck at everything.
1: Did you see that quote today? Did you see that quote? That guy, uh, Brent McCart- Brent, No, enlighten me. McMurphy. Okay. Uh, he talked. To, it was an anonymous source from Alabama. And uh, they said everyone there, in there, he was asking questions about Michigan, the science stealing stuff. And he said, and the guy, his unnamed source at Alabama said, everybody steals signs. It's not. Oh, under- yeah. And, and th- there's there's two kinds of teams. There's cheaters and there's Vandy. And you don't want to be. No, no. He said the only one playing true, playing by the rules is Vanderbilt. And Vanderbilt sucks.
0: <laughs> okay. 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 Uh,
1: really- you don't want to be. So the only way to play by the rules is be Vandy. And you don't want to suck. <laughs>
0: All right. I'm glad. I'm glad you mentioned that. Okay, about the whole uh, about the whole Michigan cheating uh, thing. They just won a national title. Oh, yeah. Why? <laughs> because they cheated. Newsflash to anyone listening to this show: every college fo- football team, football program cheats. My best friend is named Taylor. His brother Blake played for the Memphis Tigers only special teams. He says even the Memphis Tigers cheat. They will pay you. They'll do anything. Cheating. If you're not cheating, you don't want to win unless you're Jamie Pruitt. He was just an idiot. Oh, but,
1: he, he cheated, man. That that guy and he was cheated his ass it. off. And he, he started Jarrett Grantano.
0: Sucky at it. But, let
1: me let me cheat. Get all these players. The stack roster but and start this idiot though. who will throw it straight into the hands of every defender he sees. Yes. Or stand like a statue.
0: One or two. But we're at a point. We're at a point here. And we've been at this point for a long, long time. If your college program is not cheating, you're not winning. I'm sorry. That's just how it is. If you're not cheating and you're not doing things illegally, you're not going to win crap. You think Michigan cares? That's not that's not gonna get vacated. That the the freaking NCAA has turned into Paul Blart Maulcom. <laughs> that's what they that, are. that is accurate. That is <laughs> I accurate. I mean, that's what they are. Come only, on.
1: Serious. Only thing that would make me think possibly is everyone in the Big Ten just wants their head on a fucking stick, and they will maybe do whatever they can to influence <laughs> that, put every bit of money they can. Take away from them, but that's the only thing. Because I will say, okay, I'll I'll say this though. Everybody cheats. Everybody, unless you suck ass, cheats.
0: I was like the people that suck Michigan, ass Michigan, cheats. Michigan, and Michigan were a little farther than other teams did. I'll no, give them I, that. No, that's the point. They didn't. Everyone think, does it. You think you think yes. they're like Alabama staff members on our side? Yes. Alabama's done it worse than anyone in the entire world. Yeah. Holy crap.
1: They've done it in the entire world. I agree. I mean, I agree. Yeah. I, 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 I
0: everyone, I
1: did think they, they steal signs. I don't still don't think they went to the. No
0: one has gone to the level. Michigan did. I've, oh, I've, I've I beg to differ. They just never got caught when you, okay. Maybe. Here's, here's, here's the main point here. When you're winning, guess who's going to get caught. The people winning are going to get caught. People losing, no one cares. You're not there. gonna get caught because no one cares. If you're winning, you're going to get caught. And you're like, oh man, they're the devil. Nick Satan was the devil. No, he's Satan himself because that man has won so much because he's cheated.
1: Okay, he's not there the devil. One. He's
0: Satan himself.
1: Okay, I, I think I think everyone has their little expertise on what they cheat a little harder at. Like I think Michigan really went hard in the science stealing. That was their big big thing. I mean, hell um that that Penn State game they really got noticed because they were just knew way too much I felt like, but I will say, I think every program has a little thing Georgia. Uh, as we got a Georgia fan in the yeah, let's
0: let's talk about the Georgia fan. If Michigan didn't cheat, Tennessee would have been in the playoffs. Guess what? Scott Tennessee Cochran. wasn't. Guess who was? The devil himself, Michigan. The cheaters. They win. You can't say the Bulldogs don't cheat. They all cheat. Okay, Alabama, I Georgia, everyone in the playoffs, they cheat. Every NCAA team in the country cheats. I'm sorry, I hate to break it to you.
1: I just there's just something about teams with Scott Cochran as a, their in, strength and conditioning coach, they, they, they just look a little too different, <laughs> <laughs> just a little, little too different on the field sometimes. Then they lose to Alabama every time, so or half time, half time. It's crazy. Like I, I, I was watching the national title game, and I hate to say this. I absolutely cannot stand the University of Georgia without a shadow of a doubt. Everyone oh, knows we that. Know. Oh, we Everyone know. knows you're that. Sure but I, no. but honest to God, watching the national title game last night, I, yeah, Georgia would have beat the hell out of both those teams.
0: They're, they were the best team in the country. There's no doubt yeah. about it. I hate to say it, but they were. not even crazy? Hey, here something.
1: Here's something I don't understand. You, there's no way to understand how the hell this happened. Okay? <laughs> Auburn, <laughs> Auburn had Alabama, and they they had Alabama beat pretty much. I mean, hell, if they run a r- d- decent defensive of play. They they are winning that game, so that, that one should have been won. Engaging, and, uh, you win the game. Yeah, yeah. Do rush or rush three? Even they rush two, it freaking ridiculous. Fourth and thirty-one, but whatever. Okay, that that one they really should have won, and they led Georgia, I think, with like a minute to go. If they if hello they get a fumble right there that's over or anything else uh it's over, maybe they miss a field goal who knows but um I, I can't necessarily remember that game verbatim but um so they would have if they won those two games they'd have gone eight and four with wins over Alabama and Georgia and they would have had a blowout loss to New Mexico State. <laughs>
0: Explain to
1: me oh that team.
0: That's so messed up. How did that freaking happen?
1: Like, I mean, I mean, it didn't happen. I guess it didn't think whatever, but it could have very easily happened. It's just, it's a weird, I, I, I guess that goes the old trait. Like when it's a rivalry game throughout the record books, I don't know, but, um,
0: got Alabama uh, I just found that fascinating today. Alabama just beat the absolute piss out of 13 and one South Carolina, 74 to 45.
1: Missouri's hanging around, bam, with Kentucky. I mean, yeah. same thing. But um, yeah, <laughs> for, for some people, the same thing. Um, but uh, man, I was just at Rupp Arena for that concert the other couple of weeks ago. It was my first time ever in Rupp Arena. Uh, I did, I was unaware that uh, the city owned Rupp Arena and not the University of Kentucky. It, I, I had been to Kentucky football games at kentucky and just their their facilities their everything just felt very low standard very like yeah. almost high school in some parts and then i went to rep arena which is owned by the city and it is so much nicer it is like like you're walking into like a like the mall of america or something coming in it's just it feels like or a spaceship or something it, just, it was crazy like they clearly are a capital b basketball school <laughs> <laughs> or the basketball school i guess because that football game felt like I was seeing a football game nineteen seventy two. Um God bless Kentucky athletics and all their weirdness and how they managed to lose to Tennessee and everything currently. Um but uh, that was random. I'm just looking at Rip arena Um <laughs> um but yeah. Everyone has their cheating. Michigan, will this title be vacated? I would say yeah, I don't- no. I doubt it. Yeah, I I'd say there's a shot for though because of how many people are on the side to get it to take it away from them. Like that's the like if it was just the NCAA and no one else cared, but man, uh, Ohio State people they want someone to die for this. Well, they 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 hacked they hacked their like
0: video system practices for their practices. It's crazy. I get it. Everyone cheats. The NCAA. Used to be freaking kindergarten cop, Arnold Schwarzenegger, kindergarten cop, doing do whatever he has to do to find the bad person. Now, like I said, they're Paul Blart, mall cop. They don't. They they've come out they're powerless. They're powerless now because they've they've shown that they're just a complete and utter, just dumbasses. Like well, they, they're just completely, they're just all dumb. Everyone of dumb. They don't know what they're doing. They don't know where they've been. They don't know what they're going to do. They're the NCAA. They try to flex their muscles and guess what? They failed. They failed.
1: The the players are being paid. The teams fly. The teams join whatever conference they want. There's clearly no, they they have no power. It just feels that way. Like hell. They, every player has one more extra year eligibility. They, They will be, we will be referring to student athletes as employees in the next few years, I believe. And I mean, there, there is some talk. There always has been some talk in the last five years, at least of uh, moving. If like college football just decided to move away from the NCAA and let the NCAA control all the other sports. And that's why I feel like would actually be probably in the best interest for college football, because college football is such a different entity than all of the other college sports. Like there's no reason why UCLA volleyball has to travel to New Jersey. That's just ridiculously stupid. And, it, this thing's so far gone and it's just a jumbled up mess and we need to just put press a stop button and say okay we're gonna get a softball commissioner we're gonna have all y'all be referred to as employees everyone gets their money and even more we'll have a, the playoff whatever and just let's let's restructure this whole thing this is awesome chip Kelly had the idea for like a an interview recently um and that's what I feel like would be best for the sport I don't know you know, you may be getting there, you may be getting there before you know it, because the sponsors are pretty upset, they feel like, 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 uh, let's just say, like, the people in charge of the Orange Bowl, Uh, I can't think of the sponsor, Capital One, Capital One, they, there's a lot of people at Capital One comes like that, they're pretty upset, that they're having these bowl games, and they paid a, they paid a price, they paid what they paid, you know, to be the lead sponsor of that bowl game, probably, like, a few years ago, and now you got players opting out, and it's a horrible game every year. It feels well, like. I
0: think. I, I think they're. I, I think. I think the league is experimenting right now, and they're experimenting with the nil, the opt outs, and I think that's gonna that's that's somehow gonna change when it when when that affects their pockets, which it's already mm-hmm. already doing. It's gonna change real quick.
1: Yeah. And, and yeah.
0: They're they're going to they're going to. Change the way NIL, change the way transfers are going to change it back. I, I, I didn't like the way it used to be when you had to sit out a whole season before playing, but they need to make some type of rule to where you just cannot transfer immediately. Like you have to, I don't know what that would be or what that would look like, but I I think you gotta make these guys it it affected the way people thought about transferring.
1: I think you gotta make these guys employees and if you're gonna transfer out you lose your money. That's that's what's happening.
0: Boom. That's a great that that's a good point. You if you don't play the bowl game, you're not getting paid either. Yeah. You you can get at least you can get um you can get the money while you're playing, but as soon as you leave, it's terminated. You don't get none of that. But then, mm-hmm. but then, but here comes the example of you leave and this other team's paying you just the same amount. So, I mean, how is that? I mean, they got to figure out a way to fix it because it's Ew. it's becoming a disaster. Like you said, it's going to be, it's, it's going to be, it's affected their pockets. They've got to fix it. Because as soon as someone leaves, like, oh, you don't get your nil money. Well, guess what? This team is about to pay even more for this person, and they don't care. They're gonna leave you. It's like, like said, like you said, they're they're employees, they're, they're gonna be em- employers of a of a university slash company, basically. But then you leave because you got a higher paying job. Mm-hmm. So that's gonna infect. Yeah. So they gotta they gotta make guidelines. They gotta make rules because this can't continue because it is. In, in my opinion, it's going to, it's going to, it's going to affect not only the pockets of NCAA, which already is important to them, but it's going to affect the game. Oh, they'd say, I mean, they're
1: not even in the room, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> they're not even in the room in these meetings. They're just, uh, no. yeah, just, uh, but, uh, they're student athletes, right? Yeah. Sure. Sure. They are. Sure. And he look at classes.
0: it. My dad agrees. He yeah. agrees with us. He agreed. You to them. What is going on? There's too much agreeing tonight. Yeah. Are we on drugs? Am yeah. I on drugs? Are you on drugs? Yeah. What's going on? Is my dad on drugs? Well, dad, put the drugs down. The only thing we're the only
1: thing anyone's negative on, I think, right now are the Titans, and uh, I tend to always agree when you're negative about Titans for some reason because <laughs> y- you have a better idea of that situation than yeah. I do, so I kind of <laughs> buy into it. Uh, uh, one last thing I want to do bring up, and this actually is the thing people are most negative about UT right now and um it's been glenn Ellerby. he uh we lost Tiro Mincy to the portal i think a week ago uh from what i understand he just he saw what the other office linemen were going to make and he was one in that and uh we didn't see that he was worth that so he just uh he he, he knew the portal and was well, just gonna see where he can get the most value for whatever he is i mean I I mean I didn't necessarily want to lose him, but it's not the end of the world. So, but but that we lost. But that
0: eh. I think yeah. it is. that was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. No. I mean,
1: it's, it's it is you're it is like you were talking. You were so excited a couple weeks ago.
0: True, let back. Oh yeah. And now I, like, I I just wanted to back keep back the experience back. guy,
1: but um, yeah. I don't know. He wasn't the best. I mean, he wasn't like he, he was great. good. He was he was he was he was he was. Are we gonna get the replays replace on. He was uh, an average starter. He was an average starter for, for you an SEC. Uh, can you well, tell us
0: who's going to replace him, Austin?
1: Well, I might be able to in a little over 24 hours. No,
0: man, <laughs> you have the inside scoop. What's going on?
1: Uh, well, I can't say. I'm not going to say. Why can't you serve. say this is
0: BS? I can't say a source says this, blah, blah, blah. Just don't name the source. Tell us what you know. I'll put you on the spot. Uh, okay, uh, Lance. What's his, what his last name? You don't gotta oh, say man. any names.
1: Whatever his or, last name was, or any I,
0: any source. We sewer we, have sewer sewer. Badly,
1: we have been battling. We have been Oklahoma for this transfer at LSU, former five-star offensive tackle with three years or two years or however many years left. Oh, we know between
0: Oklahoma and Tennessee. And I've
1: heard it's leaning Tennessee, and uh, we've heard that you know. a lot
0: in the past couple of weeks, and we lost yeah, all of them. Yeah,
1: because Glenn Elby ain't the best recruiter in the world. Every one of them. <laughs> Yeah, Jordan Sp- or Spears and uh, the Kansas offensive lineman. I mean, we had a good offensive lineman class. We had a pretty good offensive lineman class in um, this last signing class. It really could have been great if you got, uh, I can't think of his name, Spears. Yeah, that was his name, I think. Okay. The dude from the one to Colorado, the, huh? the drama of the Queen. Um, How dare you? Whatever. But uh, yeah, that would have been absolutely outstanding. But we were able to keep Cooper Mays, John Campbell, uh, Spraggans, and you know we're bringing back what was his name? I forgot his name. And we'll have Carrick and Sh- Sh- Shamrov, Umbrav. Stout, his name Stout. Is. whatever. But you would like a uh, one more guy you feel definitely solid about starting? That's that's definitely where we need to be right now because every time we started it, wasn't that great. It was clearly the weakest link on the offensive line. So we need to just figure out a deal where we have a really elite offensive line because I don't know if you saw the Orange Bowl or the Citrus Bowl. Uh, we have a pretty quarterback, and if you give him time in the pocket, I think this guy is going to uh, pick apart some SEC defenses and lead you to the playoff next year. I so, missed it.
0: What's the quarterback's name again? What's his name? I forgot. Nico. <laughs> I am a lava. Yeah. I am a lava. I am a lava. I, Nico, it's lava. The lava's the last. It's I'm a lava. lava.
1: Oh, I, think it's, I think it's lava. Isn't it lava? It's
0: lava. Wow, he's a volcano now.
1: I think it's what do you I I, I, I always call him Nico I am a leva.
0: You got I'm a believer, And Nico I'm a leva. Uh, you got a whole year to learn it. Nico. Okay? <laughs> well, Q one. Like, I've had two years actually, I think, to learn it. And I
1: still am a, he's QB1. A, I've had two furious. years of this, but, uh, yeah, get him protection. That is, I I'd pay whatever it takes to get that man protected because, uh, let him work. That's all I can say. I don't want really want to start Jackson Lampley next year. Oh, no, uh, <laughs> didn't look too great. in the ball game, uh, if you got, if you, if you're starting three guys who didn't come on scholarship originally, uh i don't i don't feel too great about your chances <laughs> i will gonna pat you in the back too hard for that for that job whatever but uh if we land lance i can't remember
0: his last name Armstrong?
1: no that's
0: uh i already only got one test school how's that gonna work
1: yeah, yeah. um uh, we land him. I feel a lot better about offensive line next year, and I feel good about landing him. And I, I, I understand. Billermatic landing that if he, if he doesn't land this, it's going to be bad, and you, you should 100% be upset with him because oh, he's yeah. done pretty crappy on the recruiting trail. I will say this. I, I will say this though. He, this is going. This, he just finished his third year as the offensive line coach, and can you remember being less upset with offensive line? Uh, Offensive lines the past uh, for like a three year stretch than we have been. Yeah, I'm with him.
0: No, I mean, I mean, under at UT, I loved offensive lines. Tennessee teams and offensive line are just glorious. We've been pretty good with LRB. We honestly have no, no, he's he's been okay. I haven't had many complaints about our offensive line because you look around college football landscape, there's not many just solid, stout offensive lines Mm -hmm. besides Michigan, which was a Force among forces this season. Yeah, that was a wall. Good gosh. That was a massive beast of a line. So
1: Yeah. So just uh I'm not gonna get mad. I'm not gonna call for LRB's head until I've seen a season with the offensive line just looking horrible or being a clear weakness. The only the only time it felt like a weakness was uh when we we didn't have Cooper Mays for the first four weeks. And you know, if we had him, it would have been great. So, mm-hmm. it's what it is. And more great. Oh, we oh, we did sign a cornerback out of Temple today. He was yeah. a three-star recruit initially. He started all year for them. I think his name is Jalen McMurray. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I, I, you know, we we're going to take any DB help, DB help we can get. I don't think we, you know, threw, threw a lot of money at this guy or nothing. I think he's just going to be here for. I may. I mean, he'll definitely play on special teams, and maybe he'll play in games. I mean, I don't. I don't know. think we threw it's, any money
0: at him. I think he's, he committed here. So.
1: Yeah, this it's one of the weird deals
0: nowadays where if yeah. you want to play a, football, it's weird,
1: <laughs> you don't have a dollar amount to say what you pay to play. Or, what the hell? <laughs> what, what world are we living in? Uh, uh, what is this? shoes freaking. Where do we? Little. Tesla. <laughs> um. I don't
0: know what that means. Uh, it's a
1: university about an hour <laughs> from you
0: i know i know uh yeah. or no less than yeah. but anyway, uh you got any, you got anything else important before we wrap this podcast because i have got to go to bed because i'm tired i know it's early uh, and, I'm you
1: and i'm a tired hard working gentleman well, I'm pretty sure we have some uh Grizzlies fans on here. And uh I think you'll all will let background you
0: handle that. I'll, yeah. I'll let you handle that one. That's a pretty uh well yeah it sucks. I'm a massive Memphis Grizzlies fan. And John Morant is out for the entire season with a labrum injury. I saw your text when I woke up this morning asking what happened. Apparently you're a true Grizzlies fan, so you surely already know what happens, but I'll tell you. Um, yeah, he tore his labor. So he's out for the whole season. Gotta get surgery on that. Uh the Grizzlies were pretty far behind in the West. They've only won like 13 games or something like that. Um it was gonna take a long road for them to catch up to make the playoffs, but if they would have made the playoffs, they've been pretty dangerous for the people coming yeah. back. Yeah, it's season. Uh well, I guess we'll just wait till next season. You know, it's always there's always next year. As we always say, yeah. always next year. story of my life is always next year. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Anyways, awesome. Hey, man. Hey,
1: man. Hey, man. Tennessee basketball. I better than i be saying next year. I don't think anyone's going to be I saying I swear to God, I'm saying
0: next year I quit. <laughs> we lose
1: Santi, Josiah. We lose everyone next
0: year. It better be <laughs> this year.
1: Gosh darn it.
0: Yeah, actually, you're really thinking about man. What is, you got is a it? Shot shot of a gun? It better be this year.
1: Maybe I do. I mean, holy hell, this is this is the year to do it, man. Uh, it is, ain't do it? It, it? Do it, man. Do it. better do it. better not like, be knocked down around here. I'm
0: going to freaking
1: jump off a cliff. This may be – I mean, I don't want to speak this into existence because I really love the guy. But, I don't know, it'll be kind of – the year feels like Barnes would maybe just walk out. Little, I don't know. Austin. I I don't, I don't, I know I am. I'm very, I am very frustrated with the tournament tournament results, but we've been in the top 25 longer than he's got us in the top 25. I think for like what 50 straight weeks or something like that. Something crazy like that. It's a Tennessee record and a top five record, like only four teams in the sport have done the same thing. And you you can hear like stats every a week, how we're our regular season success. It's unmatched among any coach ever that's ever been at UT. And I'm just, I'm not going to take that for granted. I know the tournament results are disappointing. I'm not going to look at anyone in the face and say they're not, but um, I love Rick Barnes. So I think he's a great man. I think he's a hell of a basketball coach. I just, the only, coach, the only thing I would criticize him on is what he does in March. And this year, with the new changes to the style of play and with the same defense, I think we have a better shot than we've ever had it. Just cutting down the nets.
0: I 100% agree. Cut down in, some nets. At you least can attest some nets. To this. As we log off on this podcast, you can attest to this. This is the first time in my Rick Barnes era of being a fan of Rick Barnes, Tennessee led teams, where I came on this podcast at the beginning of the year and said, this team is good. <laughs> Like, this team is has got me excited. I never get excited. Rick Barnes, I know you're listening to this podcast. Please don't kick me in the balls. Please don't kick me in the balls. I need them for the rest of my life, for Tennessee fandom. Don't kick me in the nads. My goodness, Deacon Barnes, do your thing. Make us all happy. My goodness. be awesome to win something. Amazing
1: going on? Let's let's win it all. Let's say national champions. Just no, do that. National
0: champions are bust. Let's <laughs> yeah. say that. Let's say <sighs> it. Let's say it. Let's Nas- national champions. Bring it into are bust. existence. National are bust.
1: Yes. If you go out, if if you go out in the round 32 or something. Holy hell on God's green earth, man. I don't want to think <laughs> about it right now. I don't want to think. Right. We got- No, no, no. We're winning it all, baby. We we have 2 months to go until
0: brace yourselves put your cups on it could happen or yeah. i'm so tired of seeing what?
1: it like i was looking up the, some the other day i think we've like in the last uh 15 years of tennessee basketball we've had like i think like almost 11 five stars you really look at like what their rating was like by all services at least one service had them as a five star Guys of kenny hall Jeff richardson i i i I don't know how much of a... I know I'm kind of going off topic here. I don't know how much of an underachiever Kwanzaa really was. Do you he had six five-stars and went to the NIT two straight nimes? That's crazy.
0: He also went to the same spot Rick Barnes has gone the furthest. So, Yeah. Boom, 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 He did it twice. Barnes done it twice. Yeah, you get it.
1: SEC change.
0: God, oh, please! For the love of my Lord and Savior above. Jesus, Christ. It still means something to me. Damn it! <laughs> all right, all right, Austin. It has been fun podcast. I've got. I'm old. I've got to go to bed because that's just how I roll. Man, what a fun podcast! What a great fun. podcast! It was fun. Love talking balls. <laughs> Love interacting with all you dorks out there that chime in. Thanks for everyone that listens, that comments, that chimes in during the show. We appreciate it. It brings us more content and it lets us either call you a dork or smart. So
1: fun stuff.
0: We love you all. Good night. God bless Go Balls. Peace Go Vols. out. Go Vols.